takes away. What are you gonna fuck up for? Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy, Real Talk Mall. Who I got in the building with me? It's your boy, Cliff Brockmanon. Juanita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juanita is a friend of the show, a very good friend of mine. I wanted to have her come on to the show so we could have a female perspective, a woman's perspective. She just schooled me right before we got on because uh, Cliff used the term female to describe a woman. And Juanita just schooled us about it, and then I guess said, and but I was saying we wanted to have a female's perspective, so I wasn't just saying referring to you as a female. I wanted a female's ah, perspective. A woman's but perspective. A woman's perspective is better. So you see, we're already learning. <laughs> One minute into the show, we getting schooled, right? So you it's know, it's gonna come up again. So definitely, gonna... definitely. So you know, I wanted to discuss, you know. A lot of different topics, you know, I always talk about what's going on currently, try to talk about relationships, and try <coughs> to talk about perspective. So, Juanita, would you like to introduce yourself, what you got going on, what, you know? Uh, Juanita, from Queens, and uh, I'm just floating on life right now. Floating on life, that's, that's what's up. Trying to figure it out. That's we all trying to figure it out. out. So, yeah. I'm not going to delay any further, I'm going to jump right into it, and the first topic is... That I want to discuss is Romance Day. I was, you know, reading a lot of things online and on how women were referring to how men don't know how to date anymore. And, you know, we have so many different mentalities of, like, you know, men feel part of their courtship is that if I send you a text message, good morning, beautiful, check up on you during the day, that's, you know, a big portion of the court the courtship. So we need, we need to break down into you know get perspective is romance dead so the first question is do men court women with the same intensity and sincereness as previous generations of course we're going to have our guests answer that question first um i don't know like we live in a different time and i think with like social media it's not it's no more one-on-one action like that you know everything is through a text message or a video or you know what i'm saying like yup Romance, man, y'all be wanting stuff for half-assed. Like, so, so like on some regular. Like, you send so me a text message. That's great. That that that's good. That shows me like you're interested in stuff like that. But y'all be wanting kudos for like doing something that you supposed to do. So that's exactly why I want to have this discussion because you know I do feel like romancing is kind of dead because you know. We, we live in a society, a day and time, where it's just like effort is something that's not always put forth. Effort is something that it seems like oh, no. yeah. I, I don't work for it. Like, you know, the mentality of a lot of men is like, you know, I got so many women. I don't, you know, I chase money. I don't chase fee. I don't chase women, you know, and that, that mentality where it's just like, it's almost seen as a sign of weakness if a man puts too much time into going after a woman or going after he wants. You know, everybody got to be the playboy. Like, you know, I don't chase them. We don't love them female women. See, I got to correct myself. But, you know, so that's why I was like, is romance there? So, Cliff, what do you feel about that? Do you think the people of our generation or even the generation after us, you know, do they go after the woman with, like, sincereness and, you know, is chivalry dead? You know, that's the kind of... I don't know. I think the 80s babies still go after it like that, you know, because that's more tradition. But the 90s, I don't know. 90s is more into swag. Like, so it's like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to open the door for her. I'm not going to text her every, every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes. I mean, it's also, it's like, like she says, a different, it's all two different part of different generations, right? I'm, I'm 80s baby. So my tradition's a little different. Yeah. So I want to romance my, uh, my lady. I still want to, do date nights I still want to spice it up to make it interesting 
but somebody that's born in the 90s might feel like that's corny. So, like even um last week I was doing a show by myself for one of the topics I was just talking about even music and how, you know, lyricism has changed in hip hop, but even R&B, the R&B we grew up like Casanova, like you know the sweat, you know the. That's what. You sit there and listen to them lyrics. They still fuck niggas on them. them, them yeah, but it was smooth Ooh, though. Right. It was smooth. It was roundabout way, kind of. You know, a woman but didn't they, feel. They, they, these kids, they, they vocabulary not too good then. Now it's just like, oh, I just wanted to get wet, and you know, I'm gonna leave her dripping, and and and, and there's no suave there's no suave or, or thought behind it it's just like yo i'ma beat her walls up this that and the other i'ma hit her her friend i don't want to sound like the old dude but it's just like our mentality is you know we're not taking the time out to like you know so you think gain that, interest um, and maybe they didn't see you growing up so they think that i don't know because to me it's like I, I, I always say that we kind of learn from the generation before us, right? So maybe you they may, maybe there's not enough examples for them to follow. But it's just like, you know, I'm not a child of the 70s, but I remember listening to the R&B of the 70s and, and, and getting that appreciation or just even seeing how special people used to put effort into gaining that woman. But uh, not, to, not to cut you off, but you know what? You know what's funny when you say that? Like... Like yeah, like she said, they might they might not see the examples or know how to do it, right? You know, every you remember Friday we used to have TGIF, Family Matters come on, and they'll show you Eddie Family Dynamics. Yeah, it's Family Dynamics. Eddie Winslow might go on his first date, and Carl's like, you can't do that with her. You know, he he would walk us step by step. You know, and certain shows will show you how to do it. So now the, these generations, I don't really see too many TV shows showing examples of. What's going on and how how to how to treat a lady? So it's like if it's not coming from the video music box or it's it's not swagged yeah. out off YouTube, they're not running with See, it. But what I want to say that's you know uh, combat that kind of you know sentiment is that you would think because let's say a lot of men are growing up without that strong male figure in their life or maybe their father wasn't around, maybe they didn't have you know men around them to show you quote think unquote. So? No, I'm just saying, if you're going to use that excuse. But if you think you grew up with just a woman raising you, a woman teaching you all your values, you wouldn't that give you more of an appreciation of what a woman does for you in your life because your mother was the only one who held you down or grandma was the only one who held you down? Wouldn't that make you want to evaluate or appreciate a woman more? Or can I put some of the onus on women who, like, you know, Certain promotion of themselves, like how you see someone's Instagram and and their their Facebook or their Snapchat, and it's a lot of sexualization that's promoted. Does that make you know the men courting them feel like you know what? I don't gotta treat her like a lady. She's not acting like a lady, so I'm gonna treat her so in a certain certain way. I, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm no, playing no, devil's no, no. advocate. That's, that's, that's patriarchy. <coughs> so that means that you just don't respect women. Period. So I'm saying, do it's you? A, but it's a, it's a lot of men that don't respect women. But a lot of that streams from maybe something that happened with their mothers, and it's like misplaced anger a lot of times. Yeah. So I I, I and guess sometimes I fault women mothers too because they treat their sons like a damn boyfriend. And I'll be like, no. But but to me, those those examples or those. You know, situations should make men appreciate women even more because of the fact Mom, that. Have you met y'all? No, but don't are, say y'all. No, y'all mean. I'm very men. romantic. Look, y'all mean the men, period, as a whole. And what I've noticed is a lot of dudes, instead of trying to impress a woman, they try to impress their friends. And I'd be like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. What? If that's weird. That's not weird. And then I'll be like, what? That is true because we live in a competitive society where it's just like, you know what, we'll spend more time wanting to stunt for people and just have people envy of us so than to build relationships. Envy, envy, mm -hmm. have another penis envy, y'all, instead nah, of... That, that's not me, but I, I do Ain't I do nobody saying it, but I'm just saying, yeah. period. Let's just, we, we're just talking some men, mm -hmm. period. And I see it a lot. And it's so weird. I just, I just find it fascinating, honestly. I was like... So y'all, y'all, 
Y'all wanna, y'all trying to impress another man instead of the woman that you date and the woman that's gonna hold you down and that's supposed to be your partner. That's mm. crazy. It's because egos, right? Like, get in where you a, a lot of men nowadays operate on ego, so it's just it's ego. Always it's, ego. But it's ego to be seen as the man, the dude who's a man doesn't spend the time and the energy chasing after women. He supposedly spends the time and energy chasing after money and the woman come when, you know, just me, just me and me. But men don't feel like they have to court anymore or they have to impress women anymore. They feel like, especially with, you know, the whole quote unquote notion that there's, there aren't any good men out there. So when a man does feel like he bring X to the table. He knows there's a lot of men who don't bring as much as he does, so he doesn't feel like he has to work as hard. Do you think that might be the case? What do you think, Chris? Um, I think that that's the case in certain situations. But like, like you said about the single mothers and um, how 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 they're not teaching them how to treat a woman and stuff. But you gotta understand, even with a single mother, who she's dating and how she represents herself. That that kid that that's. That doesn't have a father figure in his life. He's, if he sees his mother being treated a certain way, that's how he's gonna. So he mimics that. He's mimics you. that. You understand? And a woman can't teach a man how to court a woman. You you need you need you you need you need the father figure to to show by example, lead by example. Even if not even father figure, just a role model in general, somebody a man figure to show him how to treat a lady. I mean, because I, if that lady's being mistreated, how she how she knows how to be treated. You see, but you know, I guess. I'm from the school of thought where it's just like, you know, you got to learn from certain examples, even negative and positives. Of course, you can learn from positive examples and mimic it, but then also from negative examples, you could be like, you know what? I don't need to be like that. I saw how the way that man treated my mother and how that made my mother feel, so I definitely don't want to be that same way. A lot of these men grow up not wanting to be like their fathers, trying to be better than their fathers, but a lot of times, some men do default and be repeating the errors of their fathers. So I want to find blame in the mother. Yeah, but subconsciously they'll find blame in the mother. So before I move on to that first, you know, that first, you know, question saying do do men, you know, court with the same intensity and sincereness, do you feel like the blame is on the lacking of example for the generation? Or can we put some of the blame on, you know, the dynamic of women chasing men or men men seeing certain images or certain ways that a woman portray themselves and then go acting accordingly are the men only treating according to women in a certain way is because that's the kind of vibe they're being given off so they're going that way or are the men just don't have a good example for them before we move on what do you think it's is it more lack of better words is it do you think it's more of the woman's blame because this is the kind of uh, courtship they're accepting, or it's more of the man's blame for not, you know, stepping their game up. Um, I don't know. It might be a mix of both. But, I mean, there's just a lack of respect, period. And there's a lack of respect for women, period. I mean, just, yeah, I, I hear how guys talk, and I hear how guys talk about women in general. And it's every bitch this, hold this, and hold that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Even though it might, you might not even think of it as derogatory, the way you're just talking, because it's just like, all right, just God chat and stuff like that. But I'm like, damn, you're so quick to call a bitch, call a hoe. Just, you know, like in general. And it, it only not to be an Instagram model. It could be just a regular, you know, like a regular woman or some chick like that. And it's just like, damn, like, y'all don't have any respect. But I don't know. It's just dating is a lot. It's a lot of confusion. We don't understand each other. Men don't understand women. Women don't understand men. And I don't even know how we get to a point where we understand each other because we like to talk over each other. Yeah. And you know, being a woman myself in like society, period, this shit hard as hell. Hard as hell because this is like you fighting misogyny, you fighting a patriotic. Uh, you know, society, and it's just like, fuck, I'm at fault for, like, damn near everything. Mm-hmm. Just, we don't have an even playing field. So what do you think? Do you think it's more of, for lack of better words, do you think it's more of how women present themselves and how they make it, you know, the kind of courtship they accept, or do you think it's just men are not 
stepping up to the plate like they should? I think it's a little bit of both, right? Because, for example, if I see a girl and I go onto her social media and she's half naked, and she's she's half she's half naked and she's only taking certain pictures a certain kind of way, when I go after her, I might not go after her with a certain respect. But if I see her on her social media or what I in pictures, she's uh, she seems more classy. She's wearing certain outfits, suits, and which of course I'm gonna come at her a different way. Right, so I, I'm, if I see her, she only deal with a certain kind of crowd or a certain kind of guys. I'm gonna deal. I'm gonna deal with her accordingly. So I think it's a little bit of both, you know. Yeah. So it's how you it's how you represent yourself. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. I also think it's kind of dangerous as well because it's just like you know, women can have provocative, you know, imagery or dress provocatively and stuff. But we as men have to have the self respect to still treat every woman with respect regardless of the stimuli that were presented. But so let me ask the next question. The next question is, Netflix and chill, texting, sending news, has our generation taken a microwave approach to forming relationships? Like we do so many things that are just quick, like, you know, send me a nude, I'm going to send a D-pick, you know, send me your breast kind of thing, you know. Getting, getting crazy crazy provocative with text messages like I just met you I say hello and then my next text message is so how do you like to get down in the bedroom kind of thing or you know men aren't quick to plan you know romantic dates or or well thought out dates it's just like you know we've been vibing why don't we Netflix and chill you know what I'm saying (laughs) you know so do we have this microwave approach to relationships nowadays where it's just like we're not spending time courting anymore we just want instant gratification do you think that's a problem that we have as well with romance it is a major problem I can't tell you the amount of dick pics I get that's crazy like no like eggplants coming through eggplants emojis that I never even asked for we can have a regular conversation next thing I know I'll give you an example a couple weeks ago was talking to this guy or whatever haven't even been on a date yet mm-hmm. on a Friday he's sending me a dick pic talking about you like what are you I was like why would you send that I don't like unsolicited dick pics that's like that on, on, on some real shit some on so unsolicited dick pic that's part of like rape culture Wow, that's wow. deep. It is. No, but wow. it, 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 no, it's it unsolicited. Is. You're it's, right, it's though. It's unsolicited. My thing is, it's unsolicited. I'm like, yo, you just out here um, giving your dick away? I'm like, what the hell? He was just like, I was like, why would you send that? He was like, oh, I don't know. Then he's going to blame it on him being drunk. And I'm like, all right, yeah, so you got a big dick. But my thing is this. What if, then he was like, he asked me, he was like, oh, well, what are you looking for? And I was like, what? I was like, well, what are you looking for? And he was just like, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. You can't possibly be looking for a relationship if the first thing you do is giving your dick out. You send him mixed messages. Uh, so maybe he's trying to see <coughs> if, if you understand what the situation is about. Maybe he's trying to say, like, yo, this is what I'm trying to provide. Is that nah, something that I'm you're good. looking for? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm I mean, good. That's crazy to me. But my thing is, it's one thing if we vibing and we're flirting and, you know, you want to say, all right. Well, let me see a picture, this, this, that, and that. But you just all willy-nilly sending a fucking dick pic? Like, are you serious? Like, yo, they, they've been putting fucking kids on, whatchamacallit, for shit like that. Exactly. Kids will catch, kids, become sexual, sexual pr- 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 that, uh, predators, that, become part of the sexual right. um, regulatory list if you send those right. pictures, right? Because right. even though they're a minor, they're sending it to a minor. So that right. becomes considered child pornography. That, oh, I wow. mean, luckily I'm a grown man, so I don't have to deal with that. But that is that that is yeah, definitely yeah. that's that is, that, even like you know you take pictures of your kids and like um, them taking a bath and stuff like that. You, you fucking send that shit to what you call it? You're promoting child pornography. So like, it's, it's it's real. That's what I'm saying. So when I say that you sending a dick, that's part of rape culture. Like that's that's part. It's just like damn. But like you it you can send a dick. They ask first. <laughs> like yo. Yeah. Don't just up and and, and it's numerous times and I'll be like we didn't even even hit this conversation of you, yeah. To even be sending me a dick pic like that's. What do you think? Do you think we we, we be rushing? Do you think it's because you know we trying to see if we're wasting our time or not? It, you know what it is, and then I'm and I'm break it down is um. A lot of times now, guys, both parties, people are busy, 
So they feel like people don't even know how to talk on the phone anymore. Yeah. When's the last time? When's the last time a, a man or a man called the woman and said, "You know what? You know what? Everybody got free time, whether you super busy or not, right? Everybody got one or two hours, one one or two hours to have free time and say would you, and and to talk to somebody, right? So if you're trying to work on something, call her, call her and have that conversation because me. I'm not in the dating world and I'm married, but I know after 30, 40, 30 minutes in the conversation, all right, I know where I'm headed with this. Mm-hmm. People don't even call on the phone anymore. You, and it's sad. I got a lot of single friends. They're doing the texting back and forth, and I'm like, where do you think you're going with this? Because I want to have a conversation with you. That text message, she might be a good writer. And a good writer could fool you. she can't communicate. Yeah, she can't I communicate. Mean, and both, both parties, but even with God. Did guys don't even know how to talk to women anymore. Guys don't even know how to how to approach a woman with real respect and have that full conversation. Scared. Like it, it, it's no more. You remember back in the days, you spent hours talking to that girl every day. Now it's like, listen, sometimes yo, the sun will come now, up from y'all now, talking for now so Now it's long. like, listen, now it's like the guy will give a girl five text messages through the day. He might be in the gym. He he doing cardio. He hit her a couple of times. Whatever, boom. He might wake up in the morning, he hit up a couple of times. He might be going night and hit up a couple of times. But now, now one time, he think he's putting in work. But now one time did he have the the thought to say, you know, let me call on the phone. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. Guys just want to text message now because they don't know. Guys don't even, some guys don't even know how to talk to women anymore. That's they, what think, they think because they, think they got what a you nice doing. car. They got a nice car. They got a good job. They got... They got this, they got that, they pop, they uh, they got a thousand likes on Instagram, they popping. That's it. That ain't it no more. Like, oh, listen, like it, it's crazy because that's, that's why missing. So, that's why so many people in relationships that are strangers, because the communication so, ain't there. They spend so much time chasing after imagery, so much time chasing after ideals, thinking that this person is one way because of how they follow their IG, how they follow their Snapchats, how they follow their Facebook statuses. But a lot of times people's Facebook statuses are just copying, either people are copying Joe Alstein type quotes and saying, you know, be blessed, ma. You know, God ain't gonna put nothing in your life that you can't get yeah, over. Like, and you falling in love with copy, copying. Nah. Or, 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 or how people Instagram look or how people Snapchat is. But you don't know how, how you don't know what this person think about what today political climate is. You don't know what no, you don't no, know. No, no. Listen, for me, mm-hmm. at this point in time, we talking politics right away because I need to see where you at. Yeah. You start talking about that Trump shit, you were, you a whole tapping all stuff. I'm telling you now, it's gonna. It's going to shut down. But shut down. think about text messages when you're trying to court somebody, right? Text messages when you're trying to court somebody, Yo, it's always going to be good. I got this one guy. <laughs> it's going to be I got this good. one guy. Like, every, probably, like, every, every, every two hours during the week, like, during um, work, work days, what you doing? Nigga, What? I'm yo, working. working. I have a job. Yeah, right. I am working on stuff at my job. Right. But and, that and shows it, the lack yeah. of and the he'll, It's not even like it's why, why it's like YWD. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we we. Like we, yo, I'm just like I can't. I need. I'm like, where 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 the grown ass like like literally where the grown ass men are? And you y'all know me. I can talk about any damn thing under the sun. But I'm just like, yeah, they need to have a conversation. I always feel like a lot of times I'm always leading with the conversation because men don't know how to talk. And I'm just like, yo. And and the, you got, no, no, go ahead. And then the crazy thing about it is if, if a woman is leading the conversation all the time, then, you know, a man not stepping in and saying, you know what? I want you. To, I want to know what you feel about such and such. I want to know what you feel about family. I want to know what you feel about what you want, which how you see yourself, what you see yourself doing in the next five years. How do you see? How can I add something to your life? They, we don't ask questions like that. You we know. ask these things like, you know, oh, is your ex still around? Stupid shit. You know, like, we we, we, we don't build yeah. we don't build dialogue. But you know what it is? It's like, and I and and it's you know it's crazy because I have conversations with a lot of people, men, female, oh, female and men, and a lot of my yeah. friends. Um, women, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> about this kind of situation, right? And it's like, 
Like, I don't understand how, like, even with the first date, a man would take somebody to the movies. As a female, female, as a woman, you should be like, are you kidding me right now? Because it, that that's means, a horrible first date. That means yeah. he doesn't want him to know how to ha- have a conversation. conversation. Because horrible. he should and, take... And he want opportunities to just put should, his arm around you. He should take you touch to you. somewhere where y'all can eat, enjoy, enjoy life, and then y'all can have that conversation for two, three hours. Because that's when you get to, get to know, like, okay, I got something here. Because... Mm. People don't even people don't even express themselves anymore. Guys and women, they be feeling themselves so much. They feel like, yo, I, yo, son, I texted her six times today. She lucky, boy. You know, yeah, you know, I'm popping. Yeah, I'm, I, on I, I, you, I'm on that. I'm on that. I'm on top. You know I'm on I'm her bumper. Whatever, boom. But it's like, you texted her six times, but why you didn't call her? And mm. then when you had the when they finally had the conversation, you realize like. Going on I don't know this person. Yeah. And, and, and that's that's another big problem that we have with today's generation because guess what? So much of our communication is through perception. So much of our communication is through smoking mirrors, what we what we want you to see, what we yeah. want you to think. That yo, I can be spitting game that you think is custom made for you, but I'm copying and paste that same word and verbiage to four other females, four other women. So it's just like I'm not really building anything that's intimate, anything yeah. that's unique. At all, it's you know? all the time. You send out a blast of good morning. And then let me t- let me tell you. <laughs> let me t- you let me tell you. Exactly. Let me tell you another thing that you know. I'm telling you. Yeah, whoever bites bites. Matter of fact, they not even. Matter of fact, they not even setting up dates. They they be like, oh, so you want to chill. But they saying that to everybody. So yeah. whoever, whoever hit first, first is that's who, yeah. that's who gets the gate, and that's the problem because a lot of times we we were looking for key words. We want we want to see that you like my picture. Every time I posted a new picture, I mean, we want to see how fast you. you liked it. Dudes, that when I first start talking to them and they be asking me for my Instagram and shit like that, I'll be like, nah, I don't want you following me. I don't. And it's not me hiding anything. I just feel like it's an invasion right yeah, like, away. You're not in my life yet. Right. So, so, so fall back. And right. you know what? I think that's a very good point. Because nowadays, and it's I funny. I got to defend that. No, no, though. but I'm a, nowadays. I'm going to say something about it. But um, nowadays, we're so quick to give out our social media. Sometimes even before we'll give out our phone number, right? Because we feel, quote, unquote, the social media is... That's invasive, but no, you're, especially when we utilize social media in the way that we do, you're kind of letting this dude know your every move, how you how you how you chill with family, because you know in our social media, our family bleeds through. Sometimes our coworkers bleed through. Sometimes where we work bleed through. So it's very personal, sort of like you giving out your resume to right, someone right, right. that hasn't earned that. But he, no, he, he, he before you yeah, say no, that, no, he no. wants to say something. Um, listen, if a guy asks you for your social media. And I understand sometimes you can be like, nah, he's not he's not ready for that truth. But like, uh, for example, for me, right, I work a lot of hours, right, hundred something plus hours in every two weeks, right. So if I was not married and I was trying to court a woman, which call I do want to see a social media because I don't have time to investigate what is really going on. Because not saying my life is that super busy, but I need to get a little a little sample of what's going. on. Okay, I see what's going on. She's she's still into that party life. I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm I'm a man in my 30s, so I'm not. So if I'm courting a woman and she's and I see she's at Starlets, she's at Onyx, Sin City, she she she's Angels. at Providence, she's at um, Katra in the city, she's at all these popping places. That's because you ain't taking her house. No 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 no. <laughs> Take no, her house. She no, ain't gonna be up in no, there. No, but listen, what I'm trying to tell you, I need to get a little bit of her, even though it's not a conversation, just to know, okay, this is not my wave anymore. Mm. That that probably was me four or five years ago. Somebody who ain't got as much time needs to, you, he got to get a little snippet, but, both parties. But they, like you said, they got to earn that. Yeah, I but, respect that. But that's another thing, right? Because that's the problem with us using the microwave, quick, instant way of trying to get to know someone. Your conversations with her should be the way your, 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 tool to see if I want to progress with her or not. Not what you see on Instagram. No. That could be a confirmation if you have any questions, but it should be no. what you know about I'm the person not, from actually no. speaking to them. But listen, like I said, that's a, that's, a, that's a little tool. I'm not saying that that's something that's going to nail it to say, okay, whether I'm a mess with it or not. First of all, 
and any any men are lacking conversation nowadays. That's the problem. Men 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 are. I men, think both parties are lacking men, conversation. No. I mean no, that's not. I, I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna be sexist on this part. Women ain't lacking conversation because when a real woman when she when she looking for it oh she gonna give that conversation. Yeah. Men men sometimes they some men men sometimes if they really want something to and. Okay, if a girl, if a man's caught on with man, he just wants sex, whatever, boom, he not gonna get pers- too personal with a boom. He gonna do all the little things that's gonna entice her to say, yo, I, I'm trying to fuck. Yeah. But if he's trying to get to know her, he's gonna do all the little things that says, okay, I could I could wait it out, I could have that conversation, I could build that. I'm a, I, you wanted to make a point before I come back, what he was saying? Mm, so I, I the reason why I say conversation... Mm-hmm. The reason why I say converse, conversation is lacking on both parties because a lot of times both men and women are surprised <coughs> about the person that they're dealing with or they, they kind of feel like, wow, I thought he was such and such. No, because converse, the key to conversation is asking certain questions and, and the, billing, the ability to derive certain responses to the things that you're trying to inquire about. So. Conversations lacking on both ends because a lot of times people who are in relationships find out like you know they're kind of surprised by the person that they're with after a certain certain amount of time that they're with these people because they're not asking the, the right questions they're not observing the right yeah. thing so that's yeah. a part of conversation. Not asking the right question. Sometimes they will pull the the the, the sheet over you. This every yeah. time you don't get an answer or every time you're not getting you know the 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 right correspondence to what you're trying to find out, we, we do something where it's just like, okay, you know what? I didn't really understand that answer, but you know what? I'm, I think he meant this. So then we deduce certain things instead of getting down to, to the bottom of it. And that's why sometimes we find out that so many people have these secret lives that we didn't know about yeah. because yeah. what we did hear to certain questions or what we did get to certain responses, even when we had, there was like gaps to it, we kind of fill in the blanks. I know I've been guilty about that in the past where it's just like sometimes I put w- women on a pedestal. So even when I see inconsistencies, I try to give the benefit of the doubt. But now... People show you their ass, believe you. That's who they're showing you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a key thing that we don't so do oh, nowadays. So we, before we move on, the last portion of this question I have is: Has the fake perception of having unlimited choices bruised the concept of monogamy? Right? Because you gotta understand, in our parents' generation, there wasn't internet, there wasn't social media and stuff like that. So you kind of the women that you 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 seen every day. Were like the limits that you thought you've had. You knew there was people in other cities. You've seen things. You've seen TV and stuff like that. But your everyday interactions with the person it's, you've seen on the on the commute, it, but right? No, but I'll, I'll let you. But so, but nowadays, because of social media and how we're interacting in the world, somebody in Uganda right now could send me a message and say, "I think you're cute. Let's get to know each other." I've never been to Uganda. I have no exposure in Uganda, but it's just because you're out there on a public forum. So, because social media makes people think they're popping, they're lit, that you know they can have anybody that they want. Do you think that kind of clouds us pursuing a monogamous relationship? I'll let you answer first. Monogamy always been an issue. Of course. Monogamy has always been an issue. Like, but don't, do you think it's worse with social media? With, with I honestly think it's the same. We are people. Period. People, we're attracted to other people. Monogamy has always been hard. This is why you see all these outside kids. You see all these outside. Just because, and you want to say, well, like, well, divorce is high. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. Divorce and stuff is high, right? Because, one, women were dependent on men. So they couldn't get up and freaking leave. You know what I'm saying? They had no financial backing and stuff like that. So this is why your Mima stayed with your fucking grandfather for 50 years. Meaning, Even though he had other kids, kids and He got other, other kids. You know, and they came to the guy. That's <laughs> the truth. And they came to the funeral. That, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's a different kind of show. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true, though. No, it is no. True. This is what I'm but saying. But I, I think social media yeah. has made it even worse. I don't just, even think it made it. I just think it is, it is what it is. It's just out in the open now. I don't think it's worse. I think all these problems been, like have been happening. So you think... Honestly, Honestly, it's equal. Like it's, I know it's always been bad. I'm never saying that nah, it's a new y'all phenomenon. Just, y'all just got hip to women doing it. Did you ever see the article uh, about the married women who, um, psychologists, I think, I don't know if the book is out yet. And 
a lot of the, the married women that she um, interviewed, a lot of them said they were more happier with their side, having a side. It's, and it'll keep, but it'll that's keep, the, the Olivia Pope syndrome where, where nah, the, side, the side person is rainbows, the side no, person no, no. is sparkling right. ice and cream they, and, and shit. They, and you don't was, got problems with the person on the yeah. side. You don't deal with real shit. You deal with limited times. You deal with sneaking to have sex here. You deal with fun. But that's, you deal but with they, not they, trying but, to get caught. Right. But they said that is what makes their marriage stay. The side person is not thinking, damn, how are we going to pay the mortgage? We just put braces <laughs> in our kid's mouth. You know what I mean? The side person is just like, yo. Yo, you got an hour. You got yeah. an hour on Saturday. Yeah. Let's hook up for an hour. Yeah. Exactly. But so, what do you think? Do you think social media has made, you know, monogamy even hard? Because just think about it. We've always, we always know. Come on, like I don't. It's sad, but I don't know anyone who don't have like a father who has other kids outside, <laughs> outside of them. Real talk. Real talk. It's sad, but I don't. Like, like offer, offer. But you know. What? Our father's situation rest God rest his soul he, His older kid Was before Our mother so But He's still part of But he's still part of the cycle He's still part of the cycle I don't know I don't know I don't mm. know a lot of people who Mother and father Both saying. of the kids Are just them right. You know right, what I'm saying right, right. So, but, but what but, I'm saying is But I, I think it's even worse now No it's just out in the open now Cause you ma- imagine Social media in the 70s Like say they had in the 70s That's the you, same shit Gonna be happening you, you, you know. Yeah but that's what I'm saying I think You know no, the, the boundaries num- the number, kept it The numbers are there The numbers have always been there yeah. It's just the numbers Are out in the open now yeah. So I think in general, like when it comes to like terms of relationships in general, social media, social media, it destroys relationships, right? Because yeah. social media don't destroy relationships. No, no, people destroy no, no, relationships. No, no, no. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tell you why though. I'm gonna tell you why. When you start doing investigation, no. social media distract so, relationships. No, you know what I'm social, saying? No, no, no. It's people. No, let me let's let me tell you. So social media, social media, uh, destroys relationships in in in. in some kind of form, not all the time, right? Because if you're a strong-minded person, that's not going to affect you regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Because now the person you are with, right? They, 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 they every listen. It's it's so petty. Like I, I was in, I was like, even men are doing it, now, and it's scary to me. I was working out with my man the other day. We was working out, doing, working on the gym, doing some sets, and he like, yo. You believe Shorty L? I like all her pictures. Yo, she don't like you not know, one of my drinks. I said, Are you kidding me, my Yo, man? I've I, had these on, conversations. And I'm with like, people. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me right now? Why do you care if she yeah. like you? But that's the problem. When you're in a relationship, right? And then you see that person that you're in a relationship with, a thousand people like her her um, like her pictures. And you and you're in a relationship with her, you you know the first thing you're gonna do? the fuck is going on how, me, how many man, of them many, is she sleeping how many, with how many, how many of them are men you you scroll you Jesus you, Christ you, no that's real that's real talk Yo, you, might, you, that you is... might do that on your day off and say fuck it she got a thousand likes yesterday and then you scrolling down like, you might be oh, 20 weeks honey, deep in Instagram honey, listen, listen, shit that happened honey, last honey, year Yo, but I, but that's what it is. That's why I say it messes up relationship. Like, honestly, with with the social media thing now, a lot of my my social media, I I changed it up because a lot of it is like family oriented now with me because that's that's my life now. I'm not I'm not trying to look like I'm the popping dude that's out there running with 30, 40 crowds. Now it's like it's gonna be a picture with me and my wife. My yeah. daughter, yeah. my family, because I want to make it real. Now I said to myself, I'm not gonna be doing too much. So everybody falls in the Joneses where you're like, you know, I'm popping this week, and they start going. Now everybody falls into it. Now, th- Social media when you're in a relationship can destroy it because now you're getting that you. Prime so example, I'm working sixteen. I'm working sixteen hours. I'm going home. I'm tired, and I got three text messages from all you like. Who the hell is Blase Blah? Who's yeah. who's this? What you call? And I'm like. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. <laughs> I've been in the dungeon yeah. for 16 hours. That's I don't what know what's going on. And that might be me too. I'm not just saying she's doing it. It might be me too. Sometimes with social media, it could mess a relationship bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't want to say it's social media because you, so you're putting it on a thing when it's actually people in this our insecurity. Okay, but it's, it's our insecurity. Because I, I want to bring I want to get it back in. So the question was, do you think the fake perception of having unlimited choices has bruised the concept of monogamy, right? So even if we, we remove social media out of that question, right? 
do you think that people are less monogamous because they feel they have so many choices? That's that's answer that question before we can move on. So I uh, have you answer that question, yeah. then you answer that question. So here's the thing. Part of me part of me really don't believe in monogamy. Mm. Part, parts of me don't. Mm. I, I just don't. Because this whole Oh, my soulmate. First of all, I think we have many soulmates. I, I I do believe that. And honestly, we are it's discipline we gotta have. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 kinda we we going against our human nature. Oh, because the, the reason on, why on, I, on that on that level, but but what what differenti- differentiates us from animals is our, our ability have, to to talk, our ability to, to communicate, communicate we and have, stuff like that. But we have the mind to to have to live but, by morals, right? To, but we still, but we're still fucking animals. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So and it's just like, damn, are we? But we're not. We kind of like going off a basic instinct. Yeah, like we're not going off our basic instincts. Yeah, like it's kind of like we kind of always fighting it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? All all these other factors come in, feelings come into factor. Oh, I love this person, but I don't want to hurt this person, mm-hmm. and all this. And it's just it's, as as humans, I, you know, sometimes I just think we human wrong. What do you think? I did. I, I, like I said, I didn't. Well, the thing about social media, I just no, mean, forget oh. social media. Do you think the fact that in our heads today, people just think that we have so many choices that it, it makes monogamy hard? It definitely makes it hard because because certain things. I, certain things is available to now to different people, right? Mm-hmm. Like in our generation, in our parents' generation, it was just me and and the wife, and then you know, if you're going out, if you're available, now with so much things that you can do to to ruin your relationship. Now, so I'm gonna say and, this. And go I'm, gonna say, no, I'm gonna say this, and that, then we can move on to the next topic. Like you know what? The 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 thinking you have choices that the mens- the mindset the mentality that you know what I got other people out here checking for me does make monogamy hard because to be honest with you, the level of temptation and distraction became even worse for me after I got married because a whole set of women that that was questioning whether I was worth it or not decided that now that I had a wife that damn, she said. She said yes. She took the ring for him. Yeah, she she does. She does. So no, but I, I'm honest with her. So it's just like now I see more appealing. Now it's like you know what? I didn't like him because he was big. But if she said yes to that big dude, then there was something there. Yeah, let, let, let me see what's going on in you that home. Saying? You're right. You're and then, right. That's a fact. So, so let me move on to a more serious topic, right? That I, I want us to discuss, and it's called being woke and corporate, right? So, and it doesn't necessarily stick to being corporate, but just Every day having a job, working with people, working in structure, and then also kind of being Yo, woke. hardest thing in the world. It's so hard, and I, I want to get people's opinion on that. Because me working, I work in the financial industry, right? And you work with people from so many different backgrounds. And, you, and the one thing I always tell people that I'm so impressed about where I work at is so many smart people you work with. You have conversations with them. You try to solve problems. You're like, man, this person is smart. But then... When political issues come up, and that's why they always say it's not good to talk about politics and stuff like that. You'll see, I'll see people who are brown like me but aren't from my culture and be like, you know, like when Trayvon Martin happened, they was just like, hey man, he had to, he shouldn't have been walking around in that area. Dude, his father lived in the, at the and, and it wasn't just coming from people who didn't look like me. It was coming from other brown people who may not necessarily be African American. I'm just leaving it at that. So, so I asked this question, right? Is there a conflict with being woke and corporate? I'll let Clifford answer then you. Because you may not necessarily work in a corporate office like I do, but you work every day, work with other people and stuff like that. So is it hard to, like, be conscious about what's going on and still be in the workplace? It's 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 very conscious and politics. Cause what happens is when you when when you're in a workplace and you start talking politics, you might have really you like for example, me and her work together, right? I work yeah. I work in the um psych ward in the jail setting, right? So we were they, me and her might like each other, you know, everything's cool. Then I found out she's. she's She's voting for Trump. Trump. She's, she's voting for Trump. <laughs> Yo, you that know, has you know, caused so many arguments across the country. You know how now I think of her? I don't care if we, what you call it, we did everything last week together. We helped him. I'm like, I'm finished with her. Right. Because of, cause of the politics. Because now I feel like she she don't think I'm, 
I always when I not to cut you off, but when when I when I hear these Trump you know supporters not only supporters but these people who be like Trump got it right I think to myself then you don't think I belong here you, yeah. you, you look yeah. at me and you be like you know I gotta listen, work with him cause we listen, get paid from listen, the same uh, people listen. but I don't belong that at this job that sheet come out yeah listen, you listen, know what I'm listen. saying I have somebody who, who we, we listen I, we in my job we always talking and stuff the men and women the conversation we all work a lot of hours we have one person who's a, a Trump supporter right and we're finished with her it is what it is, and and it's not because what you call it. It's like I hate people be like, "Oh, I voted for Trump, or I voted for this person because of my political." No, because now I'm thinking to myself, "Hold on, this is what you think of. This, this is what you think, think. because because so, what he's doing now, he was doing during the campaign. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's it, it's it's very it's it's very scary when you bring up politics no, 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 no. at work because it, it, we could be doing a project together. We both about to get money from this. And now all of a sudden I'm like, damn man, I'm just gonna lose this. <laughs> I'm just gonna lose this money because I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So it's always. It's I think it's be. best to stay away from politics when you're in the, in the work environment because it could get very ugly. Yeah. So it's best thing when when somebody starts talking politics, you're like, you know, I, I don't really do that because you know I just want to keep our relationship like that. So you know. So the question was, is there a conflict with being woke and corporate? So much. It's so much. It is. It's so many layers to this. Like, there's this white guy at my job. He's a he's a manager. No, don't say the names. Nah. No, we don't. We don't say names. We don't say where we work at or anything like that. At all. I don't want nobody know where the hell I work at. (laughs) And so, he's like, he's basically he's a Trump supporter. But Mm -hmm. then he wants to talk to me about sports, and I just be looking at him like, like, and it's just like, nah, yo, because. I gotta wake up every day in this black skin. Yeah, like I'm black. I am a I woman. I can't call time out but, from right, being black. You know all. what I'm saying? I, I got It's a full game. Right. I got an afro. I got to deal with this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You should have heard them when I straightened my hair. Do they touch your hair or try to touch your hair? Yo, I, I they, know. No, let me tell you something. I I straightened my hair and um went to work. And when I tell you, everybody had a goddamn fit. It was but just, what's crazy, people who know you know you've always had nice long hair, regardless, right? So people I, I, who I, I know think, me, but but these people don't know me, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And so you you from the time when I had when I used to wear my hair straight, and yeah, all this other stuff. And so this white guy, yo, he had to be like seventy, like you could barely stand up, and he, yo, he thought he was giving me a compliment. First of all, you look like the fucking crib keeper, number one. And you're going to say, well, oh, you look so pretty with your hair like that. And I was just like. When, when you had your hair straightened yeah. versus. So because it was like, you matched like the Eurocentric right. view of beauty to him. And I was just in there like, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't. Here's the thing. I know when to, when to hold my opinion and know when not to. Like, yeah. That's the whole purpose of having a fucking group chat, honestly. Mm. That's one of the important things. So I could just let off. So you could vent off. Yo, those group chats be free psychotherapy sometimes. But that's like, when it comes to work environment, you got to just, you got to limit that. Because you could have been working with from something. Right. And now you needed him. Now your your points are different. Right. And so, so, so I just be saying, and, and then I, they, we also, in my, at my place of appointment, have um, brown people who are not black mm-hmm. that voted for him. And I just be looking at him like, y'all want to simulate so bad. And the crazy thing about it is, if it breaks down tomorrow, you're going to be treated the same, same way, way that I'm treated, whether right, you but, believe it or not. Right, but but that's all that, that's that idea of that everybody, honestly, and, and I don't think old people of color think this, but from my experience, a lot of a lot of people really think they better than black people. That's what it comes down That's to. That's what kills me. And I just be sitting there like, but we built this. We had we was <laughs> not only that. that's why that's that's why I'm telling you the best way to do is keep it short because now you become Huey P and the black right, P at the party. Right. And that's that's just, everybody <laughs> starts throwing their chest. Yeah, and you like, hold on, what's going on? Yeah, here? that's why I be I be reluctant I to really add limited. you. Like if I if you work I told with you me, I don't do that. And yeah, yeah. I told you yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, no. Yo, that's why I always tell people like yo, if you work with me and and then I accepted the ad 
on nah, Facebook from you, nah. I really rock with you. Because nah. corporate Marv and Facebook Marv and Marv who who Marv wants to be in real life is two different dudes. In corporate, because I'm I'm a the you know kind of fat, got a little size on me, black dude. I have to be docile. I have to be calm. I have to smile. You and on the plane test? How they have to be on You the have to be that way. But anybody who knows me, like, yo, as soon as something woke come across my feed, I'm sharing it. I'm discussing it. I'll make you feel uncomfortable. I don't care because this is how I feel. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough because you'll hear crazy things and you're just like, but you got you can't be Farrakhan at the job, and you this is where you gotta feed your family. That's why that, you gotta feed your that's family. That's why you gotta keep it very like okay. Okay, I'm just gonna stay away from this guy. Now I know. Now I know where I'm headed with him. So, so let me ask the next question: Is has working in corporate settings made you more aware of the growing social tensions we have in this country? Like sometimes you see things on Facebook and you're so shocked at people saying certain things, but then when it happens to you at your job, you're like, "Yo, it's real! Like this is really how people feel." Not, not, not necessarily because I felt like we saw that in college. Yeah. So that was your Especially going to school in Tondawanda and like Amherst, like, all of them like, segregated yeah. neighborhoods. You, you, like you saw that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you saw your homies get. Especially get when profiled. you go to SUNY school. Yeah. You saw your homies get profiled by the damn campus police. Yo, I'm on here to get an education. You still, you know what I'm saying? You still see me as just the N word, and, and, and I'm paying know, tuition to be here. Right. You see the, you see the, the KKK across the street, and just, just you, like you see it, so it kind of like prepares you. And then you get here, yo. When I tell you, but one thing I will do, they be talking about. You wanna? I be shaking the table sometimes. I can't help it. Sometimes I be shaking the table because I be like, "Well, what do you mean by that?" When you start talking that cold shit, yeah. you start using those coldest words, cause they, they think they smarter than us. And I be like, "Nah, we got a PhD in cold cold words." Yeah, like like we know what you're talking about. And I be like, and they start starting with, "No, no, but I meant no, no." I'm, what, the, what, the, what you mean? The most blatant example of how I realize how how crazy it is because I'll take the elevator sometimes with people, right? And, you know, you, you'll get the mentality of people, like, holding their purse. Like, like we're in a corporate building. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, but oh, you oh. still, hold on. You still had that that ideology or that feeling. And then now we got to be on a project together. And now I'm helping you. And now you were struggling on something. And I'm showing you how you to, how you to do stuff. And, you, and then you see how their faces change. And you're just like, wow. Oh, oh, oh you're a non-threatening The same Negro. person in the elevator who I was scared of is now teaching me things. Because, how did that happen? Because sometimes, sometimes it's, quote, unquote, how you raised and how you brought up. If you've never been around black people, even when you get a good job and you know you're going to have to work around, you're not going to know how to act around them. You're not going to. Prime example, this is, this, and this is what happened to me in school, right? And, and it's crazy. Like, I see, this is, this, this is a long time ago. I was in um, school and I was, doing, I was in the laundry room. At the time, I used to wear white beaters all the time and stuff, which you call it. This girl would see me every day, like, say hi and everything, which you call it, boom. And me and my roommate, we was doing laundry, was coming, we was in the elevator with her. Yo, she was literally like, like she was Thank ready you. to cry, and she would like, say like hi. Like a rape porn was about yeah, to happen. Yeah. <laughs> she was on the elevator with two to, big black guys. She, she would say hi to everything, and then we got to we we missed our floor because we were so we were so mad. Like, is she serious right now? Mm-hmm. We go to school with you. We say hi to you. Like, you what you call it? Now both of us is on the elevator with you. What you call it? She's literally got her laundry bags and she's shaking, and I'm just like. I, when we got when we got to our floor and it, it bothered us so much, like me and me and my roommate, and, um, me and my boy Dwayne, we sat there and we talked about it for like three hours. Like, yo, yeah, this can't be real. Too. Like, we see this girl like every day. She says, "Hey, what's up?" With you? But now that both of us In got an isolated an elevator, situation, isolated situation, she looked like she was about to cry, and, and I that, was just that's, like, "That's crazy." That that that's what makes you be like, you know what? Let me, let me. That's why when it comes to politics and certain situations, politics and religion, don't I discuss. Just, I, I just keep it limited because it can it can make you really it can make you really part of the Black Panther Party because you're like, okay, I see what's going on, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm, I'm for it. You know what I do? Yeah. So after yeah. you say this, I want to go to the yeah. last topic. You know what I do? I don't care who behind me. I can't say white. You got. I got a bag. I'll be like this just to see their face. 
Make you make them feel like like you just as much as of a threat as I am. You are a threat. Yeah. No, but you know they're not gonna think you're th- they're gonna think you mr. They're gonna, <laughs> they're just gonna be like, you know what? We, we like need this. to help. We need to. They're yeah, gonna no. be like, they're gonna I call that I call that shit reparations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me go to the last topic because we're running out of time. So the topic is, and you know we've dealt with this a lot because me and you have been good friends for a long time. Can men and women truly be just friends, right? So, and I ask that because, you know, I've always thought like, sure, I've I've had so many female friends that to me is is second nature to just be just friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's why they call me friends no more, right? But so the question is can two, <laughs> can, two, can two single men and women be just friends? And I to me that answer is layered, right? Because off top, I say of course I have so many female so many women friends that you know I have no problem with that dynamic. But I have to add the caveat both people have to see each other as just friends and, and and look past the attractive. The reason why I say that is I've had female friends where it's just like, you know what? That's just my homie. But what she wants from me is she wants all of the things that she wants a boyfriend to, to say to her, but she just doesn't want to have into physical interaction for me. And for me, I just see her as a friend. So are we friends? Yes, but I feel our expectations and what we want out of the friendship are completely different. So can a single man and a single woman who both find each other attractive be just friends? And I'll let you answer that first. Yeah, I think you, you can do that. But I don't know. Well, some dudes, they, they be having ulterior motives. Like, yeah. I'm going to play this friendship for a while. Some people got a long-term term plan. plan. They got a long-term plan. It could be 10 years. I mean, I mean, oh, she going to buy regardless. I wasted yeah. time like that in high school, but yeah. not college and, and grown. Not yeah. that was too much you, of a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, but you still got like. Next thing you know, you got a fucking dick pic coming through your goddamn phone, and it's like, what the you? And I've never seen you I, like that. I, like, right. Okay. But 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 I but I, I can say that men and women can be friends or whatever. It's it's. And honestly, I think you need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I honestly think you need it. This this. This idea. I think men and women. Is Caveman Cliff about to come out? <laughs> that's and, another. Andrew Biden about to come out. Caveman Cliff. You know? No, look, look, look. That's because Cliff is old savage. He thinks no, about old savage no, Cliff. No, no. Like, oh, dirty bastard, old savage no, Cliff. No, no. I think um, men and women could be friends when they're not in a relationship. If they're in a relationship, it gets kind of sticky, right? Because there's now a certain boundaries you gotta respect, right? But, but yeah, that's oh, let me let me ex- let me explain let me explain. I'm gonna ex- get back to it, because right, me in a relationship and me married, and I had this fr- I have friends which call it. My wife might not feel comfortable of you calling and texting me. So just even we just talking about the basketball game and this whatever. So it's rules and regulations. Sometimes that friend don't understand that. So it's best it's best to like. It's sad, but sometimes you gotta isolate that person when they're in when you're in a relationship. It's access. But sometimes yeah, you have to take step back. Gotta, I hated it, but then I it's, realized it's to make your relationship things, work, you gotta do that to, to make your relationship stronger. Because, and the thing about men and women being friends, what you call it, guys will shoot their shot. Guys will act like they're drunk or whatever. Even what you call it, and then all of a sudden talk about, oh, yo, I just want to eat you out. Mm-hmm. Hold on. You've I been do. my buddy for two years, on, and now on, you want to eat me out on one drunk night. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Is this Kevin? What are, you, what are you doing here right now? Yeah. Yo, I just want to eat you out. Mm-hmm. You know how? That's not cool. Cause now you now cool. you separate the two. Mad dudes I, I, in listen, college hit, hit I, women. College, I know that. In college, this is before I was married. I had a close friend, Spanish close friend, uh, Spanish girl. Um, she real close friend to me. What you call it? And I was piping her friend. Her friend, no, no, this is the true story. Her friend thought it was good, good sex, whatever. She was talking about her boom. So she shot her shot at me. I, I turned it down, not because I was, and most guys, even when I did it, most guys would, most guys like, yo, you bugging, you should have hit it. Yeah. But I, I turned it down because I said, in the morning, it's not going to be the same between us. Because yeah. it's not. It's And at that, t- at that time, I was in beast mode. I said, it's not going to be the same with you. It's going to be a whole different ball game in the yeah. morning. And I turned it down. But she respected me for that. And that, and to this day, 
Like we're not friends now Because I'm married And, and it's a sticky situation She's also married too It's a sticky situation Because she didn't know How to respect that boundaries Yeah You know So let me ask you this Does having too many friends Of the opposite sex Causes insecurity In a relationship Absolutely mm-hmm. a- 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 Absolutely Um And You know People project a lot mm-hmm. Or whatever like, to me, if a dude got mad women friends, all right, well, what are these boundaries? We together. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Because I'll be like, well, I got a, a homeboy that's, that's, you know, like, that's one of my best friends. He married, but what it is, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Because, you know, when you're going through shit, you, you go through it. Yeah, yeah, with your, and yeah. you going through with your significant other. Your friend is the one that's gonna be there. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying, and it's hard to get that back when you you know like you going through that yeah. with your person, like you ain't even talked to them in a while. You're like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And, and I think a lot of times, you know, your significant other doesn't realize that you know sometimes having the friends of the opposite sex, they help guide you into yeah. being better to the spouse. Yeah. But then the spouse just sees that person as a potential I gotta person stop. to sleep I gotta with. stop you, right? Because me and you both married, right? Mm-hmm. So if your wife came to you and said, "Oh yeah, this is my friend Leon. What you call it? We've been fr- listen, listen. We've been friends for years. You know, Leon's gonna be around, and what you call it. And all of a sudden, y'all going through it. Now you know that she texting Leon this and that, and what you call it. You, you gonna be comfortable with that? No, I, I'm not gonna like it. No, no. You keep it 100. This we it, this is this is keeping it 100. You're not gonna be comfortable with that. So you gotta respect the fact that. You gotta put that per. You gotta tell her she Leon. Leon, Leon, listen, listen. Leon gotta be in a box because of certain boundaries you gotta go through because you're in a committed relationship. Are you gonna be comfortable with Leon knowing that she calling you a piece of shit to Leon and Leon saying, you know, I always knew he was like that. I've been telling you that because you're gonna. Be like, <laughs> it's tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's tough. But to be honest with you, I don't. I don't. I don't waste time asking my wife who are you talking to. Who's your friend? It's not about wasting time, but listen, if that friend's been around for 20 years, and if that friend's been, listen, all I always say, if a friend has been around for a long time, and he knows that the party doesn't make the other person feel comfortable, what you call it, if you're a true friend, you know, I'm going to step off what you call because I see what's going on, but we can talk, at, we can still talk and have conversation, but it got to be a certain way. You just got to go by the code, because vice versa, because if, if, if I had a female friend and then all of a sudden, she's in a relationship with your clothes. He, automatic, he going, automatic, he going like, yo, this, you always talking about Cliff. Mm-hmm. I, I like to crack jokes, I'm funny, whatever, or whatever, and you always talking about Cliff. Yo, I know he piping. I know he piping. He it, it, or so it's just, it's, it's, it's a sticky situation. It's a lot of boundaries that got to be set. Because you're not going to be comfortable, and I'm not going to be comfortable with, and my, and my wife ain't going to be comfortable with that at all. Yeah. I don't know. My, my wife has uh, male coworkers and stuff like that. Can she go out to lunch with a male coworker and, and, and friends and stuff like that? I wouldn't care. You as long as there's that's, this that's, discretion. That's that's in the group setting. That's different. My Not wife. If it ain't I, gonna work, husband. I, I would. <laughs> if my wife told there's a lot of if my wife told me she went out to lunch with a of, with a male coworker, it was her and the male coworker. I I, I wouldn't be jealous about it. If your wife told you she went to lunch with a male coworker, you wouldn't be jealous about it. I like, she's like, oh, you know, we- she works. She she oh, where oh. she works at is a lot of males who aren't straight, so it doesn't really make me nervous still like that. They, but they, they still pipe. They still pipe. Because because past time, I want to ask this one question. That'll be the last question. Can you go back to being friends after being lovers? After being lovers didn't work. Can people be cool with their exes and still be in a relationship and that be okay? It depends on how it ended. Mm-hmm. I got um, there's some dudes I would never talk to ever again in life, mm-hmm. and then there's one that we were dating. Mm-hmm. We were cool. It didn't work out. We're still cool to this day. We can still hang out to this day. What about you? Yeah, like she said, I think once you're married, it's it's and done once deal. once once you one, honestly, uh, and and I it, it took me a while to understand it. Once you're married and the boundaries, you, that friend that friend joint of still being friends. It's tough. It's a situation that is going to make your home unstable. So it's different. 
you can't. It, it's just, it's, I don't think it's a good idea. Okay. You know. Well, you know, I'm gonna say this, and then we'll, we'll end in the podcast. I feel like men and women can always be friends as long as the expectations out of that friendship is put out there. There's no hidden agendas, and there's also have to be access issues, right? Mm-hmm. Men and women, you know, when they have friendships. Certain access has got to be limited, especially when those people have relationships, right? Because your wife or your significant other can't feel like another woman has the same access to you as she does. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. I want to thank our guest, Juanita, for being a really good guest. We had a real fun having this episode. If you want to do a little shout-out real quick before we end the episode, you can go ahead. Shout-out to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. What about you? Got any shout-outs? Um, I'm gonna shout out to my family, um, my family, my friends, or just everybody who I care about. And then uh, I want also I wanted to say like, you know, don't be afraid to helping others because when you help people, good things happen mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. So you know, take the time out and reach out to somebody. It doesn't matter who, you know. So, yeah. and I'd like to say, you know, shout out to everyone who's been supporting the views from the Friends on podcast. Please continue to like, share, comment on the videos. Please go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Leave comments. Give us feedback. I'm only going to get better. We're only going to get better with the feedback. And like I say to everybody, please continue to chase your legacy and not our liabilities. And we out. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Like you know brownies with weed in it. I, I'm dying to have one. I haven't had one. Nah, I know. You know what's crazy? I'm 32. I've never smoked weed in my life. Every 420, my basketball team used to try to get me to do whatever. I think it'll make me retarded because I'm 32 now. I never tried it. Yeah. yeah. So now this way. Now I'll be working in my program in jail. <laughs> Yo, wait. Can you take a picture of This is shit I want to tell you. I fucking took a shower and I went to pee. Yeah. Yo. Be between us. This shit sounds like, um. Oh like, my god. I, like, I, I smoked one time, but I didn't get high. And I was I just like, oh.